0: Hey creators, welcome to the Creators Corner, the number one place to get creative, get strategic and to get results. I'm your host, creator coach Jade Beeson and I'm coming to you with another one of my like, not exposing, it's not personal. It's just one of my episodes where I'm really taking you behind the scenes of my business. I'm talking to you about some things that I've learned, some things that I'm changing, really pulling back the curtain. That's the phrase I'm looking for. I'm really pulling back the curtain in this episode. And these are my favorite episodes to do. I find that they help me so much, just verbalizing all of these thoughts that I've had. And also they hold me accountable because in this episode, I will be telling you some things that I will be doing to my business to improve my business, to improve my programs. So once I say it on a microphone I kind of have to do it so it helps to keep me accountable. If you've not guessed already by the title of this episode this is my year in review episode. It's my end of 2022 review episode. Now I'm aware that it's already 2023 but I'm just going to assume that you're totally fine with me recording this episode at the start of Jan. Um, it's because I did my like end of year away day which I'll tell you about in a moment, I did it in the middle of December and then I very quickly had to finish a lot of work and then I took two weeks off, so really this was the best time for me to record it, I've had some time to think about a lot of the kind of decisions that I made and the learnings that I I drew from that end of year review process, so this is the best time for me to talk about it guys and I'm sure you guys don't mind, the beauty of not hearing you when I speak on a microphone is that I have no idea if you disagree and I may never know, so I'm just going to (laughs) proceed. So, if you are new here, welcome. How are you? I hope you're good. Um, I actually uploaded an episode it's episode number 10 and it's called how to reconnect with your business and in that episode I talk about the first CEO day or like a day that I ever took for my business it was a half year one so it was in the summer of 2022 and it was a game changer for my business so I actually do recommend listening to that first because it's going to give you some context it will also give you some insight as to how much I've progressed since then because in today's episode I'm going to be talking to you about my end of year away day Um, So this took place around six months after my first one. And me talking to you about the learnings that I made from this away day and kind of what my plans are for 2023. So let's get to it. So as I mentioned, I scheduled an away day for my company. I love when I say that because it makes it sound like I took 30 people away with me to do all these exercises and do all these things. When in reality, my company is me um, and a couple of other people. So it was mainly me and Jamie who does run this company with me, but he also works full time. So he was not, you know. Massively engaging in the stuff that I was talking about during this away day. It was very much just me, myself, and I taking some time out from my business to really get a holistic view on how the previous six months to a year had gone. What had went well. What needs to be improved. What my goals are for the following year. And. I find it incredibly valuable when I do these days. So I actually book an overnight stay somewhere. This time I switched the hotel up. So the first time I did this last summer, I stayed in the Hoxton Shoreditch. And this time I stayed in the 100 Shoreditch. You can probably tell that I like Shoreditch. (laughs) I think I will always do these away days in Shoreditch. By the way, if you're not from London and you are looking for somewhere to stay, like if you're coming and visiting London at some point in the future, I really, really swear by staying in Shoreditch and not in central London. Central London is a tourist trap, it is incredibly expensive. Shoreditch is just like its cooler little cousin. It's smaller, yes, but it has far nicer bars and restaurants. They're more reasonable, although they're still very, very overpriced because it's still London. It's got loads of really cool independent coffee shops and like boutiques, and like just so I just find it the vibe is so much better, and also you can get to central London really easily if you need to. So, the 100 Shoreditch in particular. I thought was like 10 out of 10 I absolutely loved it one of my new favorite hotels in Shoreditch it was just amazing the room was so nice the bed was incredible they've got a rooftop bar like I just absolutely loved it so anyway that's my recommendation in case you're visiting London at any time so I booked an overnight stay there I actually think I'll book two nights next time because I did feel like I could have Progressed a lot more with the work that I was doing, but obviously you have to check out. You can't stay in the room, and the rooms there are actually really nice. They're really good for working, which is quite rare. But I couldn't stay in the room because you have to check out. So the thing is, when, as I'm sure a lot of you know, if you've ever travelled before, when you book one night, um, it really doesn't feel like you get a full day because obviously you check in at like three, and then you've got to check out by like eleven the next day. So I think next time I'll book two nights for sure. But anyway, I headed over to 100 Shoreditch, um, had an amazing stay. And I basically essentially got straight to it. We woke up really early so that we could drop our luggage off, find somewhere to work in the hotel. They've got a really cute cafe and we literally just sat down by 8 a.m. and was working. I actually met a subscriber whilst we were there, which was really cool. So we got straight to work. Now, what I normally do to get myself in the zone for these events or these away days is I normally like to spend some time reviewing what my goals were from the previous away day and also really reconnecting with my bigger vision for my life, but also for my business. And I like to spend like 15 to 30 minutes just really doing that. I might look at a vision board, which I now have, which I made for 2023. I've got a YouTube video all about that if you want to check it out. But like I might look at my my vision board, stuff like that, just really... Help me connect with the bigger vision before I get started. Before these actual away days, I do do some things to help prepare me for them. The first is I will make sure that there are no tasks that I need to do across those two days. This is incredibly important because even if you only have one thing that you need to do that day and you think, oh, it won't take you long, a lot of the time we underestimate how much time it takes us to get back in the swing of things, especially when it comes to this bigger picture thinking that we need to be doing. It takes a while for us to reconnect with our vision to get. Back into things. Every time you take 10 minutes away from what you're doing to check your emails or respond to a DM, you're actually taking yourself out of the task and it's going to take you another 30 minutes to get back into it. So don't take that for granted how long it really takes to get back into the swing of things. So, what I do is I put an out of office on as well, which basically means that there's an automatic email that gets sent to anyone who emails me during that time. So they know to expect a slower response and i do not let myself do any tasks like there nothing can be done that day apart from you know my bigger picture thinking that i'll i'll get onto in a moment final thing that i do as well just to prepare myself for this day is i will always make sure that i have a working document that is my like end of year or mid year review document and what this basically means is that i have a google document that has a few headings on it one will say what went well another will say what could be improved, another will say changes. And I will add to this document continuously, pretty much every week, up until I have one of these away days. So I, for the previous six months before my last away day, I had been adding in thoughts whenever they popped into my mind into this document. It was a working living document. It was never really finished. It was just constantly being updated. This is an incredibly important step because for a lot of us, when we sit down to write down what went well, what didn't go well, what could be improved, it's actually quite difficult for us to remember everything that's happened over the previous six months. Like it's really difficult. However, when you're in the midst of it, it's a lot easier for you to note down what's going well, what didn't go well, any learnings you're having. So that's why I really recommend that you keep this working document and you keep it all the time. There should always be a document what has those headings on it and you just add to them as you go. So then when you sit down to do your end of year review or your mid-year review, you already have all of your prompts and a lot of your information there already. So it really takes a huge task out of your hands and it also means that what you're looking at and what you're reviewing is a lot more accurate. So With that in mind, I'm going to give you a summary of some of the things that went well for me and some of the things that could have been improved. And then I'm going to tell you about some of the changes that I'm making as a result of this away day um, where I spent a lot of time diving deep into my business. So when I was looking at what went well this year, there was a few things, which is always positive. Um, The first thing I wrote was that I had a great launch for Creator Income Academy. Now, if you don't know what Creative Income Academy is, it is essentially my more intermediate or advanced group coaching program that is for content creators who are looking to turn their influence to income. So these are not creators who are new to social media. These are creators who have been on the platform for a while, they have a loyal following. It doesn't matter how big the following is. It's just as long as the following is loyal. And they're now at the stage where they wanna work with higher profile brands, get longer term brand deals, and they want to diversify their income by releasing a product or a service or something like that. So I work with a handful of creators in this group coaching program. We They receive coaching from me every single week. They receive an entire curriculum to over 100 lessons. They receive access to a private Facebook group where I coach them in there too. It's a real like high touch program and it is the hardest thing I think I've ever developed. (laughs) It was on my list to create and launch this for all of last year. I wanted to launch it a lot earlier than I actually did. It was quite difficult to do. I ended up investing over five figures into a business coach so that they can help me set up this program. Whilst I knew how to teach what I was teaching, it was actually quite difficult for me to come up with a structure of a group coaching program that I knew would be very effective so I invested a lot of money into a business coach to teach me how to do that it was money well spent I was able to launch creator income academy with ease and I was also able to welcome some incredible creators to the academy as well so that was a huge win for me last year also I created the entire academy like over 100 lessons which was not easy um <laughs> so that was another huge win Okay, so other things that went well, um, I created a new and improved marketing funnel and it was proving very effective. So a nutshell of what I mean here is basically the process in which I welcome people into my audience and how I eventually convert them into paying clients or customers. I now do everything over direct message. So you'll hear me sometimes say, "You know, DM me the word ready if you wanna work together. That is my new funnel. I find it so much more effective because it means I'm able to actually tailor my recommendations in regards to what program you should be joining of mine. And it also allows me to get to know you and your struggles a lot more, which means that my recommendation is a lot more suited to you and you're actually able to reach your goals. So I much prefer this new marketing funnel and it's been very effective so far as well. I also wrote that investing in coaching has been massively worth it and I've had a huge return on investment. Obviously I already believed in the power of coaching, being a coach myself, but this was the first time that I'd invested so much money into a year-long program. So it was massively worth worth it for me and I'm really really glad that I did that. My social channels I was able to gain an audience of over 130,000 people collectively which is great. I was able to get a lot of high paying like special projects so sponsorships with really big brands where they wanted rights to my content which means I was able to charge a lot of money for them, really great speaking gigs um, which has been amazing for me so far. I also worked with some incredible brands and was featured in Insider, which is a huge win. Bear in mind, guys, these are my wins from the whole year, not just from the past six months. Otherwise, you might be hearing this and thinking, what? How does she do all that? No, it was the whole year. I launched my TikTok. I can't believe I only started TikTok in January last year. And my podcast, my podcast isn't even that old. When did I launch this? Summer? Summer 2022? which I love um, and seen great success from it as well. My team structure has worked, although it has been a bit expensive, more on that later. And my sponsorships have been incredibly profitable this year, so I actually made over 80,000 pounds in sponsorships in 2022, which is significant. It was one of the biggest categories when it comes to my earning, which is amazing, um, but also caused me to reevaluate a lot of the other things that I was doing. So I'll talk about that a bit more in a second. And I also created a new process for creating Reels where I no longer edit any of my reels. So whenever you see Cutdowns of my YouTube videos, that has been created by, by, by my video editor. And then whenever you see the more trending content where you know, you've know you got the trending audio and it's been edited in a specific stylistic way, that is by a like Reels producer who I hired. And that process has been so much better for me. It's so much easier for me to create a lot of content. You guys are loving it. My engagement rate is improving, so a huge win. Um, for that as well. And that was a hard decision to make because it's not cheap to get all of that content created, especially when I know I can do it myself. But at the end of the day, those two people do it better than I would do it. So it's worth me paying the money for it. Hey creators, I'm interrupting my own podcast episode because I have something to tell you that I know you're going to want to hear. If you are a content creator who wants to learn how to use social media to grow their influence, create consistent income, and to launch the business of their dreams, I can help you. I'm Jade Beeson. I'm a creator coach with eight years marketing experience, a first class honors degree in marketing, and I've helped thousands of content creators launch their careers and even go full time. I'm currently looking for new creators to help reach their goals. Now, these creators, they need to possess a few different things. So first of all, they need to be serious about turning their influence to income. They also need to be committed to creating amazing content, which adds value to their audience's lives. And they need to be ready for some serious growth. And I'm not just talking about growing online. I'm talking about growing their bank balance. I'm talking about growing and developing their mindset. I'm just talking about all round growth. So if you're ready to work with me, all you need to do is send me a DM with the word ready on Instagram. My Instagram name is Jade Beeson one word, and all you need to do is DM me with the word ready and we can chat about how we can work together. All right, let's speak soon on my Instagram. I'll leave you to get back to the episode. All right, so let's talk about what could have been improved from 2022. The first is my beloved The Creators Club. Oh, the Creators Club. Do you know what? I'm disappointed in myself because the club has been stagnant for all of 2022. And when I say stagnant, I'm specifically referring to the number of members that I have. And I'm disappointed in myself because up until this point, I have not acted on it. I've seen that data every single month, but because it's still a successful club, it still makes, you know, 4,000 to 5,000 pounds in revenue every month. People get great results. It's like I would see that it hasn't grown but then I would see that someone just shared a win in the group and I'd be like oh but it's doing its job and then I would just not make any changes to it and even if people are getting wins that doesn't mean that it can't be improved and at the end of the day I've got to ask myself why is it stagnant? I reckon I've got around a hundred people in there who have been in there since the beginning and I don't think are going anywhere they're very loyal to the club and then I have around a hundred every month who just come and go. And I truly believe the reason why people come and go is because how the club is set up is that it's not set up to get you a specific result within a specific set period of time. That was completely intentional, (laughs) I didn't want it to be set up that way because I thought my audience needed something a bit more low key. They wanted something where they're paying a very low amount every single month to gain access to resources and a community that they can use as and when they need. But the reality is, is that whilst some people might like that, the majority of people do not get the results that they want from it when it's so low key. When you can dip in and out whenever you want, it ends up not becoming a priority. And it means that you don't actually action a lot of the things that are being taught in the club. And I know this because I get feedback from the members. I know this because, for example, there is like a form where people can request masterclass topics in the club and almost every single month people are requesting masterclass topics that already exist on the, on the portal, which tells me that people are not going on the portal and looking at the masterclasses. So there's so many masterclasses on there, which literally covers so much, everything you need to get started with social media and get started with earning money as a creator is on there, but people aren't looking at it. <laughs> so obviously if you join the club and then you're like, oh, I'm not using it, you know, I'm not getting any, any results. I'm, I'm not watching the masterclass. I'm just going to leave you end up joining and leaving and it's such a shame because you you weren't able to get the results that a lot of other people have managed to get just purely because of the way that I've set up the club. So... I'm going to change that, as I'm sure you can tell by what I'm saying. Changes come in. I think I'm going to do a whole episode on the changes that I'm making to the club. But I'm really excited by them. There's going to be a lot more content. It's going to be structured in a completely different way. And I'm really excited to see the results that people get. Because if people can get, I mean, I literally had someone tell me recently that they're going to be on TV. And the reason why they were able to even go for that opportunity was because of the support from the club. Like they're literally on a TV program. So when I say people have had amazing wins from this, like it's insane. It's incredible. People, so many people have got monetized, people have gained thousands and thousands of followers, like people have got so many brand deals like it really is effective club, and I am determined to make it work better for my business, because I do not want to remove it as a resource for people, because I know people get so much value from it, so I'm just going to tweak it, I'm going to make it even better, and I'm going to make it easier for people to get results, so stay tuned for more info on that, and also the episode where I dive deeper into that, so another thing that I think could be improved is my overall expenses, and how much money I've been spending, I was going to say specifically on stuff, but really it's just on everything. Now. I need to be, I need to be a bit realistic here. I know that in the grand scheme of things, I don't actually think I spend that much money to run my business. I spend maybe £10,000 a month. It varies, you know, sometimes, I mean, I've had a month where I spent 20000 the other day, which was really hurt me. But on average, I spend around £10,000 a month. Now, it really depends on who you are, if you think that's a lot or not. <laughs> and please bear in mind that I've not spent that much per month consistently through 2022 in January I was spending about 4,000 per month and then it gradually worked its way up to 10,000 per month but my income also gradually increased throughout the year as well and I've made profit consistently every single month I've paid myself what I wanted to pay myself I pay my taxes the company's finances are healthy so it's I'm not concerned about it I just think that I could be a lot more frugal. I think I could streamline some of the systems that I use. I think one of the biggest changes that I'm making, which will have a huge impact on my profitability, would be hiring my first full-time employee, which I'm in the process of doing at the minute. I'm hiring a marketing coordinator, which is really exciting. At the time of you listening to this, the job will no longer be available. It was originally promoted through my mailing list and so my email list so if you want to hear stuff like that opportunities like that make sure you sign up to it and it was only shared on there because that is my smallest audience there's 10,000 people on that list and um, I wanted to see how many people responded to the call out on my mailing list that's usually my most engaged audience before I promoted it elsewhere and I got so many amazing people that I was like it doesn't need to be shared anywhere else. So, I'm hiring a full-time marketing coordinator who I'm so excited to get onboarded and that is going to be a huge impact on my, not on my expenses per se, because obviously it's a new hire. I will be decreasing my time with some of my VAs as a result, but it will have a huge impact on the profitability of my business because I'm going to have a full-time staff member, which means whilst they're obviously going to cost a lot of money and rightfully so to hire, it also means I'm going to have someone who'll be working on my business all the time and I've never ever had that before. I've never had that before. So I'm so excited for them to get started. It's going to make such a huge difference on my time. It will unlock so much more of my energy um, to allow me to focus on some of my like income driving activities a lot more and improve my overall business. So I really, really can't wait for that. Also, something else that could be improved, and I, I alluded to this before, the split of my income streams was very interesting to me. <laughs> Right? I mentioned I made 80,000 pounds from my sponsorships last year. Now, just to give some context, in terms of all of the programs that I run, I made 158,000 pounds from all of the programs that I run. Those two numbers are shockingly close together in my opinion because when you look at the amount of time and effort that it takes for me to do a sponsorship versus the amount of time and effort it takes for me to create programs that have hundreds of lessons in them where i coach people every week they've got facebook groups they've got all these resources you can't compare the two on a monthly basis i probably spend two to three hours working on sponsored content whereas when it comes to my programs i probably spend 50 to 100 hours on my programs. So with that in mind, the math is not mathing. Okay. Now this doesn't mean that I'm mad at my sponsorships. Like this is incredible that I was able to make so much money from sponsorships last year and I'm increasing my targets for sponsorships next year. However, I am massively increasing my target for my programs. And I do think the main reason why, don't get me wrong, £158,000 is a lot of money. Do not get me wrong. But I think the reason why I haven't necessarily made more than that this year is because I failed to make any significant changes to the Creators Club and also because I only launched Creator Income Academy in the fourth quarter of the year which has already proven to be one of my most successful programs that I run so with a whole year of running creative income academy and with the changes that I'm going to make to the creators club I'm pretty confident that that number will increase which is good because it needs to match up or align with the amount of effort that those programs take in order for this business to be really profitable and to make sense the two the math needs to math essentially (laughs) so I thought that was really interesting when I looked at it I was like hold on a minute 80 grand just from sponsorships madness okay so another thing that I thought could be improved and that I will be improving is my youtube channel now I do think I've made some improvements I'm sure if I looked at my first video of 2022 versus my last I'd be like yeah improved definitely not a significant improvement though I actually think in no way has it significantly improved and it's a shame because that was one of my goals for last year but I think I just got a bit lost with everything else that I was doing and whilst I always spent a decent amount of time on my YouTube channel I definitely didn't spend as much time as I would have liked to because I've been so bogged down with doing all these other things so now that I'm hiring a marketing coordinator once they're trained up hopefully I'll have a bit more time some of that time that I'm hoping to unlock for myself will be spent improving my YouTube videos. So I want to do some research as to ways that I can make them more engaging. I always like have this thought process of it will be better if I had a better backdrop, which might sound like a surprise to people because people compliment the backdrop quite often. You probably know what I'm talking about. Most of my backdrops in my YouTube video is like my gallery wall. It's got like a photo of Bob Marley on it and stuff like that. And I love that wall. It's just that sometimes I look at other YouTubers within my um niche so I've got some comparison issues going on here and I'll think oh but their background looks so much more professional because they've got a really cool light in the background and their desk is you know they've got a proper YouTube setup and I live in a one-bedroom flat like we've got two desks one is in the bedroom the other one is in the living room like there's no studio there's no office space I'm also very limited with what the backdrop could even look like so I know there's still things that maybe I could do if I get really creative So I'm still going to explore those things. Um, I'm going to try not to be too harsh on myself, but I do want to make some changes. I just want to level up a bit, okay? I want my content to be on the next level because essentially my channel is almost at 100,000 subscribers. Maybe at the time of listening, it's surpassed that now. And I just feel like for a channel that has over 100,000 subscribers, I need to step it up a bit. So I will be investing in some new kits some new equipment. I mean, I still use my ring light. I need softbox lighting, you know, I need the whole shebang. So I will be doing that this year. Speaking of content, I've been significantly inconsistent on TikTok, especially in the second half of 2023. It took a backseat because I was so busy doing other things, creating different programs. I think that was the right decision at the time, but I really want to get back on it because I was seeing some great growth with the platform previously. I also have a bit of a complex with TikTok where I don't like selling on TikTok. Let me tell you why. I'm going to be really honest and transparent with you here. There are a lot of um how do I say this? I don't want it's not scammy. I don't know what the word is. There are a lot of coaches out there who Aren't the most legitimate in the world. There are also a lot of coaches who are incredible and very legitimate and they'll get you incredible results. But there are also some who are just, I mean, I guess the word is scammy. There are also some who are just a bit scammy out there. And I see them a lot on TikTok and I have this fear of being aligned with them. I don't want to be seen alongside them. I don't want to be seen as just like another, you know, scammy coach. Like I just don't, I want to avoid that at all costs. It's like, it, you know, that thought lives rent free in my mind. If I'm being honest, I really don't want to be grouped alongside coaches who maybe aren't very legitimate. I actually have a whole podcast episode where I talk about the problem with my industry and I talk about that a little bit more in detail. So let me get the number up for you. It's number 15. It's episode number 15. It's called the problem with my industry. I recommend listening to it. I'm very like open and honest and raw inside it when it comes to my feelings about my industry and some of the problems with it. But anyway. I just have this complex in my mind that if I start selling and I tell people, you know, I've got this program, sign up to my program, it's just gonna come across like I'm some of those other kind of coaches. So I don't sell. I don't know if anyone's noticed that before, but I do not sell on my TikTok. I don't actually think I've got one thing on my TikTok where I'm telling people to even download a freebie, let alone get more help from me in a different way. So it's a bit of a complex. I think I need to work through it. I don't know if the answer is that I need to start selling. I don't have, you don't have to sell on every platform. Am I leaving money on the table? Am I, you know, restricting the growth of my business by not selling on TikTok? Am I taking away some of my audience's opportunity to join my programs and get amazing results by not talking about them? Yes, I am. (laughs) I'm well aware that that's what I'm doing, but I've not worked through that yet. I just need to work through that from a mindset perspective. But yeah, that's where I'm at with my TikTok. Regardless, I want to start posting more. Even if I've not worked through the setting element, I do just want to start posting more because I do like the platform and I have seen some success with it. So that in essence is what I feel like could be improved like massively, right? So now I just want to give you a summary because I realize I've probably been speaking for a while already. Um, I'm going to give you a summary of some of the changes that I'm going to be making in 2023, hold myself accountable, but also just give you a bit of an insight into what Jade Beeson Limited um, will look like this year okay and also it might inspire you to make some similar changes to your business too so as I mentioned the Creators Club is going to be getting a glow up I'm going to be doing a whole episode on that but essentially I'm going to be reformatting it so that it is designed for longer term results it's also designed for people to continue learning from the resources for a set period of time it's going to encourage people to take action, it's going to be completely focused on beginners because I do have other programs for people who are more advanced and yeah that's what I'm going to be focusing on which I'm really excited to do and to relaunch. When it comes to my social media channels I'm going to be getting some new kits, I'm also going to be sharing more content on my TikTok as well and something else that I just thought about that I'd like to do more of this year is be a bit more opinionated and forthcoming with how I feel about certain topics in relation to my niche. I think I'm, I'm quite opinionated already um but I you know I think there's so much power in you as a creator being known for something so whether it's your niche or whether it's for your commitment to like the hustle versus your commitment to soft life whatever that is I think it's really powerful to be known for you know your beliefs in that area because it becomes a lot easier for you to find people who are similar to you who believe in the same things and I think I could do some work on my own content when it comes to me being more forthcoming with, you know, my beliefs and and my opinions on things. I'm also going to improve my conversion tracking. And by improve, I mean, I'm going to start. So... (laughs) don't be mad at me guys but I don't actually really track my conversions at the moment outside of what my Kajabi which is the platform I use for all my programs like outside of what my current systems tell me I don't have my own spreadsheets when it comes to my conversions so for example how many of my DMs lead to people joining each of my programs the reason why is because I do not have the time like there's no time for it I'm I've fully been in like you know, emergency mode for most of 2022, where I was really only doing the stuff that would move the needle for me and ensure that my clients got good results. So because I'm hiring a marketing coordinator, I can actually brief out that task to them and it will free up some time for myself as well to pay more attention to that data. And I'm sure that's going to tell me some major, major things when it comes to my funnel, my different marketing methods, Because, you know, if you don't track conversions, there's no way of really knowing what's effectively working. I'm very aware of that. And it's definitely something I'm going to work on. The final thing I'm going to be doing or the final thing I'm going to talk about, because obviously there's a lot more, is I will be sticking to my commitment to have CEO days every single week. So I'm still going to do my mid-year review where I go stay somewhere snazzy in London and then my end of year review too. But from now on, every single Monday will be a CEO day. I'm going to get out of my flat. I'm going to go central London or just go somewhere else to work because a new environment often helps me kind of dissociate from the day to day tasks that I normally need to do for my business. And I'm going to heavily focus on bigger picture thinking and also my personal development. One thing that I've noticed is I have been incredibly fortunate to get my business to where it is purely from my own previous work experience, life experience, degree. My business has gotten to where it is now from that. I'm also aware that in order for me to get to this next stage now, I actually need to refocus a lot of my energy into improving myself further. I need to learn more. I need to focus on more personal development. I need to become a better leader. I'm hiring a full-time employee. Like I need to have great leadership skills. There are new skills and new areas of myself that I need to work on developing in order for me to get to this next level and eventually to that seven figure mark, right? And well aware of that, I need time to do those things. And Monday is gonna be that time for me to do those things. So guys, longer episode than usual but I really wanted to pull back the curtain, as I said, and just tell you what I'm thinking, tell you what's going on, the realities of what it's like to run this business, all the things that have gone well, the things that haven't gone well, and I really hope you got some value from it, if you did, you know what I'm going to say, please share it with someone else, share it on your stories, it really helps me out, and also, can you leave me a review, pretty please, positive ideally, but if it's not, I don't mind, if you can leave me a review, it really, really helps my ranking on the various podcast networks. It's still a small podcast, so any help I can get would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for listening to this one, guys. I really hope you found it useful. Drop me a DM on Instagram if you did, at Beeson. Thank you so much for listening, and I cannot wait to speak with you again in my next episode.